Welcome, everybody, to the Believe in the Colorado Buffaloes podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brian Howell, the CU Buffs beat writer for the Boulder Daily Camera and BuffZone.com. So check out my coverage there as well. Uh, It has been an eventful couple of weeks for the Colorado Buffaloes, even though they have not played a game. Obviously, I had the bye week last week and uh, kicked off that bye week by firing head coach Carl Durrell and uh, defensive coordinator Chris Wilson. So um, quite a few changes for the Buffaloes uh, as they prepare for uh, this Saturday's matchup against California. Um, The Buffs and the Golden Bears kickoff at noon uh, mountain time at Folsom Field in uh, what should be a pretty good atmosphere. I mean, uh, despite the Buffs being the only winless team in the country at 0-5, this is a near sellout uh, with uh, over 48,000 tickets sold uh, as of Thursday afternoon, and uh, they're expecting to get to 50. Capacity is just over 50. So um, a family weekend, a big part of that, of course. But regardless of how it is, that should be a good atmosphere uh, for the Buffs and Bears. So what do the Buffs look like? Who knows? Uh, We're going to find out. On Saturday, but uh, um, this is an intriguing matchup because of the changes. And uh, not only is uh, Mike Sanford now moving over from offensive coordinator to the interim coaching head coaching job, but uh, Clay Patterson, the tight ends coach, is now the offensive coordinator. And uh, now Gerald Chapman, the defensive line coach, is now the uh, defensive coordinator. And with that, with those changes, you have Jeff Smart moving from a quality control spot to coaching linebackers. And you have Chris Reinert moving from a quality control spot to uh, being the special teams coordinator. So um, really five out of the 11 coaches there between head coach and the uh, 10 assistants are in different spots uh, as the Buffs come into this week. Uh, I don't know how often that's ever happened that uh, you see a a major college football team or any college football team for that matter um, with a brand new Head coach, offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator at the midpoint of the season. But uh, that's where the Buffaloes are at this point. They, they still remain heavy underdogs. Um, you know, two touchdown, uh, I believe was the last I saw it, uh, two touchdown underdog against the uh, three and two California Golden Bears. Uh, so, you know, we'll get more into that here in a second. But first off, football is back and bet online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so for the Buffaloes, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see you know, what happens uh, this week uh, against Cal. Um uh, the Buffs obviously have not played very well to this point in the season, and that's why head coach Carl Durrell was let go. It's why defensive coordinator uh, Chris Wilson was let go. This team has been blown out every week. Uh, you know, the first two weeks, at least, against TCU and Air Force, uh, they were in the games for the first two and a half, three quarters before getting blown out. But uh, the last three weeks have just been, uh, you know, h- hard to watch. I mean, uh, they go to week three up to Minnesota and they lose forty nine. Uh, 
49-7, I think the final score was. I forget. They all run together at this point. But it was 49 nothing at one point. Um, you know, and then you've got uh, uh, the UCLA game that, uh, yeah, they brought it within two scores at one point uh, late in the first half. But uh, UCLA was, you know, they had no problem, you know, destroying the buffs on that day. And then Arizona, which uh, is a fine team. They're not they're not great. I'm not even sure they're going to be a bowl team. Uh, they just blew the doors off the buffs uh, in week five. And so this team uh, has a lot of work to do, and it's going to be a dramatic turnaround uh, for them to beat somebody. But can the changes they've made this week actually do that? And, you know, I think they possibly could. Um, the biggest thing that we've heard, the, the main buzzword around Colorado this week is energy. And uh, there's been lots of it. Like, it, I mean, just a ton of it. I mean, for the first time ever covering this team, uh, we've been allowed to come in and watch some of practice uh, during a, during the season. Uh, that's never happened in my 13 years. Uh, Mike Sanford allowed us to be uh, in there for about a half hour at one practice last week and then for about 40 minutes or so uh, for a practice this week. And uh, you can see it. I mean, this team has got a ton of energy. Uh, the the There's just a change in the way they're practicing. Uh, you know, tight end Eric Olson, uh, you know, redshirt freshman, told me, Look, guys want to come to practice now. He goes, it's a lot more fun to come to practice now than it was before all of this. So um, how much does that translate? I don't know. But I think that it's a big, big deal when guys are more engaged, they're more interested, and they're having a lot more fun. Uh, that's been the emphasis of this coaching staff this the last week and a half. And uh, I think it's smart. And you got to capitalize on, on that. you got to make football fun. And uh, it has not been for this team. And so uh, maybe making football fun makes a difference. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I think that you can definitely sense the energy around this team. It's very different um, as you uh, you know, watch practice. And, um, and we'll see. But uh, we'll get into more of uh, that in a minute. But I want to get to uh, play a clip from Mike Sanford from his press conference this week. Um, really, it's kind of the his opening statement talking about, uh, kind of the changes and uh, talking about Cal a little bit. And then he was also asked a question about uh, interim head coaches going 4-0 last weekend. Interim head coaches have done a pretty good job to this point. And so uh, he was asked kind of why that is and, uh, you know, how that can translate for CU. Uh, but here's Mike Sanford. You know, first off, it's game week. Um, we're, we're really excited for this uh, this renewed um, just sense of urgency for us to be able to take the field. Um, you know, we're we're – the players have been working incredibly hard. Um, I thought that from a bye week perspective, it couldn't have gone better. Um, but the bye week's in our rearview mirror, and now it's uh, all about what lies ahead. And that's, um, you know, family weekend, um, you know, an, a highly energetic Folsom field that we look forward to playing in front of. And, um, and, and we want to we surpass that energy um, from a team perspective uh, in terms of how we play, um, how our sideline operates. Um, and I think the practices have, have definitely um, been reflective of that energy. Um, today's practice uh, was really our first, you know, game week practice. Uh, what we did is we did a walkthrough. Um, we added a couple walkthroughs after the, the two practices. So Tuesday and Wednesday, um, you know, we had those, those full speed practices, very competitive. Um, and then Thursday um, added a morning walkthrough. Um, before you know, players had a chance to to get home for some of the weekend, uh, and then we added a Sunday night walkthrough as well. And 
Um, you know, just I, I really believe that this group of players understands just the process is what this thing's all about. Um, if you make it solely about outcome um, and not really focusing on the process, and for us as coaches and me um, speaking to the team, uh, is really identifying what are what is our new process going forward. Um, you know, today was a physical, tough day. It was, and that's exactly what we wanted to get out of today, um, and that's exactly what the players gave. Um, you know, if we want to fix um, some of the things that preceded, you know, this new start in the in the run game and, and stopping the run you know, we got to practice that way um, and we, we we I think the players understood that and, and continually just giving them the why uh, and then they're giving us um, you know the what which is effort enthusiasm intensity um, you know great challenge this week against Cal a team with a winning record coming in um, you know a highly explosive running back number six uh, you know when we were game planning for Arizona I couldn't believe the amount of explosives um, that, that he had uh, you know, a quarterback number 13 that, um, you know, I have some personal experience coaching against in 2020, uh, Minnesota, Purdue, uh, the COVID year. Um, it, was a, it was a wild game. I think I uh, didn't know it at the time, but I think myself and about 39 others in our building had active COVID that was revealed the next day um, and uh, with testing. Um, but we were, uh, we were hanging on by a thread as everybody was in 2020. And, um, you know, I remember uh, same number, same jersey number, I believe 13. Uh, you know, just, a, you know, he has a lot of experience, game experience, um, proficient pastor, um, you know, and, and, and a guy that, that, you know, if you're not, correcting your coverage responsibilities he's going to reveal uh, some of those weaknesses so um, you know they have a good group of receivers led by number three in a tight end group uh, they'll play three at a time 20, uh, 85 is a, is a fantastic tight end um, and then a defense that that I have a lot of respect for their head coach um, he and I worked together actually I played uh, in my time at Boise State he was uh, a, d a defensive graduate assistant um, and we've crossed paths over the years uh, Stanford when you know I was at Stanford he was at Washington uh, when I was at Stanford he was at USC, so a lot of familiarity uh, uh, personally and, and professionally. Um, and then, a, a, you know, a defensive coordinator, I got a lot of respect for, um, you know, just a very sound defense, um, you know, playing really hard. Um, you know, their, their linebacking tandem uh, defense coordinator son um, is, is a fantastic player um, or our nephew, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, um, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, you know, familiarity for me personally. There's there are six coaches, including uh, the head football coach at Cal, that um, I either played with, um, either coached at Stanford, um, you know, or my dad coached with. So um, it's going to be fun to, to, to have a chance to say hello to some of those guys and, uh, and then get really back to, to being what this thing's all about, and that's our players. Um, so with that, I'll open up for questions. Yeah, you know, great question. I mean, I think, um, you know, some of those those interim decisions were made weeks ago. Some of them were made more recently. Um, so, it, you know, there's a there's an evolution. There's a there's a process that you need to put in place as an interim head coach. And um, whether it be, um, you know, a new voice, whether it be changes that were made, whether you put um, as an interim head coach, you put, um, you know, play callers in, in, the, in the correct, you know, seats and, you know, make the changes. I think all of it um, can lead to positive growth. But the thing that we can't ever forget is there is an emotional toll on student athletes with regards to change. Um, and that's, that's never going to change. And I think, um, you know, us having the bye week uh, allowed us to, to get some of our, our practices and our, and our process in place. Um, and, and, and I really do believe these players have bought into that process. 
um, we're not going to really talk about going into this game that you know this is the uh, you know an interim interim head coach advantage game because this thing's about the players. It's not about me, and it's not about our staff. It's about our players um, and restoring their confidence, their belief, um, and their trust in one another and their trust in us. And I see a team that's that's um, you know playing confidently, practicing confidently, and and I, I believe that they trust the process. Um, and that's what we got to continue to do, um, not just this week but going forward. Well, I'll say this. It is uh, very easy to like Mike Sanford. I mean, he is bringing the energy. He has uh, he won the introductory press conference. He's won every press conference uh, he's done in the last couple of weeks. Um, he is bringing the energy, and he is doing exactly what he needs to do right now for this football team uh, to get them going. And, you know, again, I don't know if that's going to translate to uh, results on the field or not. We're going to find that out on Saturday, but uh, um, it's hard not to root for Mike Sanford. You know, I, I think I know that the Buff fans are probably skeptical because that offense has not looked great. I understand that, but uh, how much of that was Sanford? I don't know. You know, I, I think some of it is. Uh, you know, obviously the quarterbacks have not played well. Uh, you watch some of those early games. Uh, you know, especially the early games when uh, the execution was just poor, and you know there was a lot of opportunities where. Uh, you know, I saw really good, good play calls that just weren't executed very well. Um, I'm curious to see what uh, the offense looks like. Um, Carl Durrell's not there anymore, and, and he had a heavy influence on this offense. So what does it look like with uh, with Mike Sanford and Clay Patterson running the show and it being their show and not um, that Carl Durrell influence? Um, from what I've heard from players, there's not a whole lot of differences going on uh, scheme-wise offensively. And that more so there's maybe some new wrinkles and uh, maybe just the way they'll call it. Uh, you know, Clay Patterson, I, I believe, is going to be the play caller. Uh, but he and Mike, I would imagine, um, will work together on that. But um, offensively, I think it sounds like the biggest difference is going to be uh, really just kind of how they call it. And uh, and also, you know, hopefully how they execute it. But, um, you know, I think that's the biggest difference. I don't see a whole lot of uh, drastic changes. I do think there will be some wrinkles. Clay Patterson... Uh, you know, he's, he's coordinated some high level offenses at lower levels. Uh, but you know, he's been an innovative offensive guy. So I'm curious to see what he does, uh, with this offense on Saturday. Um, you know, but when it looks fairly uh, similar as far as alignment and things like that, don't be surprised because it sounds like they haven't changed a whole lot in that regard. Now, defensively, uh, that's where I expect to see some more changes. And, um, I don't know what this is going to look like, but, uh, I mean, I had an offensive veteran uh, tell me this week, a guy that's been there for a long time, said this is this past week is the fastest the defense has looked in three years. And that is huge because this defense has not looked fast, and uh, they do not fly to the ball. They have not been doing that. Um, if they can start doing that, uh, I think that that would be huge. And, you know, it, that's one of the things that's holding this team back is that they are missing assignments and uh, they're not flying the ball and they're not tackling well. And uh, it sounds like they've they simplified defensively to where uh, these guys can just go around and play fast and, and just go play. And if they can do that, I think there can be a dramatic difference on defense. And uh, this is a good test for Colorado because uh, Cal is not the greatest offense, but they do have some weapons. I mean, the, the quarterback, Jack Plummer, is a veteran. Uh, not the greatest quarterback out there, but uh, he's a pretty solid guy. Uh, he's seen a lot of football, and so he's going to test to you. And then the running back, Jaden Ott, is having a fantastic freshman year, um, but he's not unstoppable. You know, he 
Uh, he's having a, a great year, 533 yards on the ground, so he's averaging over 100 yards a game. Uh, but more than half of his production came in one game. He had 274 yards and three touchdowns against Arizona. Uh, and then he's had 259 and two touchdowns in the other four games combined. So you take out Arizona, he's averaging only 65 yards a game. However, <laughs> Arizona's uh, run defense is terrible, and Colorado's has been worse. So uh, that 274 is probably uh, a, a pretty good uh, barometer of what uh, Jade Knott could do against this uh, this Colorado defense. So uh, CU has got to be on point. Uh, they better be fast, and they better be physical this week. And uh, I think this is a great test to see. Uh, are those changes on defense that they're making, are they translating to something? I'm also curious to see, personnel-wise, what this team looks like because Mike Sanford has alluded to that uh, the fact that he's moving some guys around and there's some position changes and I don't know what that looks like, uh, but you know does has he seen something to where uh, there's a linebacker he likes better at safety, a safety he likes better at linebacker. You know um, Isaiah Lewis is probably out this week and um, it sounds like he might be out for an extended extended period of time. That's your most veteran safety. A guy like Robert Barnes uh, played some safety at at, uh, at Oklahoma before tr- uh, converting to linebacker and then transferring to Colorado. Uh, he's kind of you know been in and out of the lineup at linebacker this season. Do they feel he's better suited at safety? I don't know if he's too big for it these days, but um, could that be a change there? You know, so I'm curious to see what they do uh, defensively, especially with some of the personnel and. Uh, you know, we'll find out you know what the Buffs do on Saturday. So as far as game prediction, I, I I do think it is tough to pick the Buffs to win any game right now just because of what we've seen. However, I'm actually going to do that. <laughs> you know, I, I uh, and part of it is that uh, I need a win as much as this team does. No, not as much. I they need it more than I do. I fully admit that. But um, covering this team, uh, I need a victory, and so maybe a part of this is is hope. Uh, but I will say that you know if the Buffs are ever going to um, utilize the element of surprise, it's this week because Cal doesn't really know what the CU is going to look like this week. I mean, they can look at the first five weeks of film, and they can, there's probably a lot they can get from that, but they're not going to know anything about these changes CU is making over the last two weeks. CU has the element of surprise here, and they could utilize that against Cal. Cal, not the greatest team. They're they're a decent team. Um, they could be a bowl team. Now they're they're the the they're about a six and six, seven and five type of team. They're very capable of uh, of winning this game easily. They're very capable of losing this game. And you know, I think that CU uh, utilizes the element of surprise. Uh, they utilize the the uh, fifty thousand people in the stands uh, backing them, and uh, and I've got the Buffs winning this one, twenty eight twenty seven, and uh, I'm only picking one point because I can't pick the Buffs to win uh, by more than that because they just haven't shown it. I mean, they've they've lost by twenty three every game, so if they're going to win, I think it's going to be very close, and uh, so we'll go Buffs twenty eight twenty seven, and uh, you know, we'll see if my optimism pays off and if this team can actually get a victory because they desperately need one. Uh, that's a wrap on this episode. I'm Brian Howell, the uh, Buffs beat writer for the Boulder Daily Camera and BuffZone.com. Check out my coverage there as well. Thanks for tuning in to the Believe in the Colorado Buffaloes podcast presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network.